The penalty for bearing false witness is that you're to be burned alive. Welcome to Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priest, a weekly podcast where movie enthusiasts, current and ex-movie theater projectionists, new and old friends take the time to talk about a movie that we just watched and answer that very question. Should or shouldn't you watch this? This is the medieval she said, he said, he said, she, he said film. The true story of a woman who defied a nation and made history. Each man is to fight to the death. Discover the unbelievable true story that is now the cinematic event of the year. Matt Damon. Hell yeah. Of the year. <laughs> Jody Comer and Ben Affleck. I want him to answer for what he has done. Critics rave. No one does it like Ridley Scott. Let them go! Let them go! Let them go! The Last Duel. Rated R. Experience it on the big screen October 15th. Tickets on sale now. There you have it. Joining me today is reoccurring guest. I should have hit that button a little bit better, but I apologize. <laughs> Joining me today is Brain Rap Barines, a.k.a. Up in the Air Cole and Noble Gas Tribe. No, you got to work on that second one. I like Up in the Air. Welcome Cole. to the show, gentlemen. <laughs> this was Taylor's pick. I like Bye Bye Barine better. Yeah, that's good, Tim. I like Up in the Air Cole. It's fun. This was your pick. Mm-hmm. Can you, can you t- tell us? What was the thought process? Behind yeah, this and then I'll get in. Um, I'll get into the details. It's on of it. HBO Max. I saw the first <laughs> like five minutes of it, where like they have like the guy announcing the rules, saying that anyone using a scroll with magic spells on it will be sentenced to death if they because that he would be cheating. Magic scrolls. The, he says something like that. It's very quiet, oh. but the guy who's announcing the rules like has like if anyone's oh, using man. sorcery to win, if anyone has a weapon, through, or, it's like, like, and I was like, this is sick. And then they're like getting fitted with armor. And I was like, well, this is also three hours long. I'm going to be way too distracted to watch this now. So, <laughs> so you purposely picked it for us to watch together. Yep, to force me to watch it. Yep. That's my problem. Without any distractions. I like it. Well, the description for this one, and this is from IMDb, and I think it's terrible. <laughs> King Charles the Fourth V1. Is that four? V1 is six. Six. One, <laughs> one V is a fourth. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. The sixth. Hey, the, we want to be accurate on yeah, this podcast, don't you? You need to know what Rocky movie you're watching. Declares. Other that, nations won't invite you on their podcast if you're not accurate in your information. King Charles the sixth declares that Knight Jean de Carouge, Carouge, settle his dispute with his squire by challenging him to a duel. That's not what happens at all. I know. <laughs> Directed by Ridley Scott, director of such hits as G.I. Jane, 1492, <laughs> A Good Year. Who brings and, up 1492? That's the worst one you can associate and with. And House of Gucci. Obvi- no, obviously he's done way cooler He's done movies, too many but, movies, so they're yeah. just going to... And also a dually-type movie called The Duelist. Yeah. Written by Nicole. The one oh, set during the like the Napoleonic era. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. his first film. film yeah. Also involved the word duel. I was going to say, yeah, Spielberg's was the duel, but I was like. this. He did the duelist. Yeah. This was written by Nicole Holofcenter. Center. Screenplay by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. They brought her in and. 
Oh, was, to, to bring some sensitivity to some of the... Uh, the that was uh, wise. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that would have been... That was oof, very wise. Of that them. was smart of them, I agree. <laughs> she did. She did the one where... The, I swear she did the one where they're... Julianne Moore and Annette Benning are married to each other as lesbians, and then Mark Ruffalo shows up. Oh, the as kids like, are all right. Foster dad. That one, yeah, I swear that was her. Hilarious movie. And it's, I didn't like it. But. Really? <laughs> hmm. Well, top build stars are Matt Damon, Adam Driver. This is from IMDb. Matt Damon, I'm Driver, and Jodie Comer. Comer? Comer? Comer. I think it's, it's C-O-M-E-R. Uh, I think it's Comer. And Ben, and ben Afflected. Yeah, Ben. Ben. He's not even top build on the. Blonde, well, I guess because he had ben, a he's more a role. Yeah, yeah, supporting role. Runtime of two hours and thirty-two minutes, rated R. Yes. Genre on Rotten Tomatoes says drama slash history. Yeah, sure. And IMDb <laughs> says action drama slash history. I wouldn't. I mean, it has action in it, but again, they seem to be like. If there's some, a gun shows up at any point, that's an action film. <laughs> yeah. I, in one of my previous pods, I talk about the genres on uh, Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb, and it's pretty funny. You should, you should check it out. But I'm not going to do that right now. Speaking of IMDb, the rating is 7.4 out of 10 from 139,000 reviews. Rotten Tomatoes, however, gives it 85% from 281 critic ratings and 81% from 100,000 plus audience ratings. Well, it's That's, definitely, I, it was way different than what I thought it was going to be. And I swear I saw the trailer about... A hundred times walking, walking through the Megaplex, seeing it on all those TVs. I thought I knew what it was, and I mean, it sucked me in pretty good. I think the ratings. Yeah, I didn't. Out. Yeah, there's. I did. I didn't have a great grasp, but I just thought it was. I mean, I guess what the the thing I was imagining wouldn't have been three hours long. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, three separate stories to tell. Yeah, I feel like I I always give a shot to Ridley Scott. I, I mean, he's so good. Unless it's Robin Hood, and then you just get bored halfway through. See, I was actually going to bring up Robin Hood (laughs) on how, like, like, I liked Robin. It's not good, but I like it. It had so much better potential than what they wound up with. Yeah, sure, but I always, you know, he still did like the epic, like historical drama stuff to it. Yeah, just the source wasn't material; just was not good. Yeah, I could see how a lot of people would be frustrated. The downtime is just really confusing. Well, uh, my only gripe. Man. At the time of this recording, you can stream this on HBO Max, is what we did. It was a 4K representation with yeah, Dolby no, looked, Atmos. Looked good. Looked yeah. good. Looked, sounded sounded good. really good. Yeah. Even even streaming, it looked... We wanted to watch this on Blu-ray, but we weren't able to. Or if you choose the highest tier of our Patreon account, you'll have access to the Popcorn Priest permanent collection. Go to patreon.com forward slash popcorn priest for details all right this is a new section i don't even have a audio bit for it and this is for you i'm giving i'm trying to give back to my mm-hmm. guests <laughs> as well as those who are listening this is popcorn reviews the reviews what does that mean i'm gonna read a few reviews that's all it is oh, oh no well maybe jane m says and I, I put this on here and now I'm like, I feel sad that I was going to say anything about it, but I feel, I feel bad for Jane. She said she had a visceral reaction to the film. I could not finish watching it. I, yes, I, it, I think it, that's a valid, uh, but yes. then she gave it three out of five stars, 3.5 out of five stars, but she couldn't finish watching it. 
But it may be pretty intense given the yeah, subject matter. Yeah, two yeah, certain like people, I, especially yeah, I, a I, woman. I, I agree. It's kind of a, a yeah. A thousand percent. Uh, another review. It's like from United 93, where you can only get so much enjoyment out of tragedy at certain points. Yeah. Uh, horror flick fanatic get, says, not that good. <laughs> <laughs> he said, this film seems overrated to me. Sure, Ridley Scott is a good director and it shows in the film, but the old English dialogue <laughs> in, in medieval France with modern ideals just didn't jive for me. Yeah, because oh. if it had been the in The film French, never felt like done. the 1300s. I'm like, uh yeah it did yeah it, it did. felt very unpleasant they it felt like an alien, it felt like an alien world the, the concerns of the characters were different than us like in terms of standing and yeah. social uh their their belief systems their whole conception of the world is does come across as very alien and very like well, medieval. Yeah. What is what i kind of love is the way they did it perfectly because the first two stories it tells you the two sides and then you get to see like the actual perceived victim and like everything that's at stake for her. And then it kind of hammers at home. Like this is our crazy belief system and this is how we're going to do it. And if you know, you're wrong through no fault of your own, you're going to suffer unspeakable torture. And it's, it's great. It makes you feel really kind of helpless and like the it, effort it took to come forward. Even. In yeah. Such a crazy I don't know. Time period. I don't know if it's a spoiler, but this is told through three different lenses. I didn't know that. Three part. So, I, I know. Mean, I'd say that's a spoiler because I didn't know it. Oh, <laughs> well. I mean, it's not a spoiler because well, it doesn't really, yeah, but. It's just three chapters. It's, it's just told from three different yeah, points of view. So which is very whole, cool. Yeah, yeah no, that's very well very, done. Very, very good. Jay DeSando says, epic and enjoyable. A perfect date at the cinema. I don't know about that. Uh, no, he gives <laughs> us a nine out of ten. This is not a perfect date at I, the cinema. Yeah, he, no, this isn't no. a date movie. And I don't know if he's saying date, like, save the date or take a date uh, no i'm pretty night. sure he meant like bring somebody with unless he's being sarcastic yeah i don't know i <laughs> nine out of ten from jay DeSando. the last uh review it, or two reviews are ridley scott is the master of this genre for a reason <laughs> i mean <laughs> says, I, he doesn't he seems to be like Emmer- one of the only people who makes those movies Rowan Emmerich. <laughs> Emmerich Attle, two seven one zero after goodwill hunting i was shocked why Ben Affleck and Matt Damon didn't write any screenplays together. Well, our wait is over because they have done a brave move. But this time, it doesn't have that Hollywood storytelling vibe on it. This time, it is more experimental and different. They went for a new storytelling wave, 9 out of 10. And the last one is 152 minutes of badly mansplained history <laughs> from Uncle Tantra. There has to, there's there's not lying. really much history in it at all. Like, I mean, other than it's a historical era, but it's... it's and they it's, say it's just, a few dates. So this brings us to the next section of this podcast. The best part of this podcast is... Lunch. Should or shouldn't you watch this? And because I hadn't seen this, you're going to have to... We're going to have to come up with five reasons. We've done this before, and Lamb, which... Jeez. <laughs> Best movie ever is what you mean. What are some reasons why you should watch this? Um, Matt Damon should have been at least nominated for an uh, Oscar. The, he was very good in yeah, this movie. Yeah, he was very, yeah, different. They, some people criticized his, like, pouty stance. I mean, he's, like, but he, I, that was I, awesome. I 100% buy that as a guy that would have existed then. Like, just, 
Yes. <laughs> he's illiterate. He's not very smart. He's you're like, relying on God to reward yeah, you for no, everything. Just, and then when it doesn't happen, you think God forsakes like, you and then you just feel hopeless. His and conceptions of honor is the only like like worldview he has. Like it's his, he, he makes perfect sense. I liked all the acting. I mean, despite, I like Ben Affleck's. I like the king. I like all the different. <laughs> yeah, the king's great. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> she did the an amazing job. Yeah, no, she was really good. Like, no, that's yeah. like three different ways. Yeah, I would say, if, yeah, as far as the acting goes, it's, yeah, it's all good. All three, yeah, they chose three really good. I, I hate Adam Driver normally. Yeah, like Jody Comer, the same. yeah, it was great. And, but and all of them were really. Cole good. was criticizing because she was a new guy, and that was not a movie I liked. But yeah. it did not. Yeah, why didn't even criticize didn't even, Jody? She's didn't even come across. Just trying to get some money. No, no. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and look at how well that went. She probably her she online. I bet she got tons of money. Her online guy. self and her real self in that movie are just so. It's. Oh, it's so, I hate that movie. <laughs> so we've got acting is, uh, the, is amazing. The period the work. design is amazing. Yeah, like the period it's, work. It's like Gladiator the, Part Two, again, basically. It feels like you are in a different world. Like he, there's painstaking. The like, production, like yeah. it's, it's amazing. Production That's values. For what sure. kills me about gods and what were the gods of Egypt, whereas like he put oh, yeah. all his time and effort into it, but then the story just wound up being like it just felt so flat, and you're just kind of like you know. Well, and you br- you brought this up while we we're watching this, Cole. Is that this this might be the end of because this it kind did of so movie. poorly? It, yeah, I mean, well, they, I hope this, not. they'll this, do it. It just won't be this big of a budget yeah, next time like, they yeah, do it. Like, it's going to be because like the Northman, you know, came out and that. But I don't think that movie costs nearly as much as this. So no. you know, nah. like they'll still. I just think that yeah, this type of production is probably going to be too prohibitive, and they'll just look at the track record. Then again, I don't know. Ridley Scott's making that Napoleon movie, so I don't know. I can't well, believe it. This guy's <laughs> eighty years old. That's the other. I guess that's the other reason we're lucky, though, is he's got so much other crap that he does, and his production think, yeah, company's so big. I mean, I'm sure he'll of, keep making them, even though he keeps losing money. So I would say Ridley Scott is another good reason. Uh, another good reason for me would be. The storytelling, yeah, the way you're it's invested told is, in it in a way that I was not expecting, like because especially like early on where I, you know, like saying like how they come across as alien, mm. their concerns are not my concerns, and you don't, I, I, I certainly <laughs> didn't like any of them, and I, and I've <laughs> seen a lot of, but like towards half, the end, you are invested in it, yeah, you want to see how it plays out. Well, and I've seen a lot of two and a half hour movies, and I, it was the pacing was very good. Oh no, the pacing yeah. was excellent because they. They don't rehash. The, I mean, it tells the same story three times, yeah. but there's a new angle every time, so you're yeah, not so seeing the yeah, same yeah. thing three. And you're the like way that it does it, waiting is, for yeah. A, yeah. A, you know, you another know, scene. You're, you're looking for how things will be different in the yeah. different ways that something it's told. Yeah. something she does is perceived totally different by two different people, and it's interesting to see like how it all fits together towards the end. Like you originally start off hate, you're not sure who to hate or who you're rooting for, and then towards the end of it, it's just kind of you really get invested into what's going to happen to all three of them. Yeah. Even yeah, though you hate are, all of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're all kind of, yeah. Except for Jody. We yeah. don't hate yeah, Jody. She's, yeah, she she's, she's the best. She's What's her name? Marguerite? Yeah. Lady, Lady, Marguerite. Lady Marguerite. Marguerite. Um, oh, I can tell you a reason why not to watch yep. this. Yep. Is <laughs> the accents. Oh, I was going to say the sexual. If, well, I guess I guess <laughs> I should reframe it. You should watch this if you enjoy not hearing barely any French from. A, oh. A, a, oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say she's actually. It's English. funny they speak German at that one point, so mm-hmm. like to prove how like well read they are, and it's yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's and then Latin too. <laughs> any other reasons why I'm missing before we get into buy the numbers? What? Now watch it. Yeah. If, no. Why you should watch? Oh, okay. It's oh it's really pretty good, man. It's pretty good. It, but I I would say the caveat is. 
there's some yeah there's some scenes that are if you're not yeah they're not pleasant shouldn't, to we, see. Not, shouldn't we say this for why you shouldn't watch this that's what i well, thought we were talking about well that's not a category it's sure oh, okay. shouldn't you i oh. there's the like, joke I, I would you know i would say yeah, that, yeah. that's gonna if, bother you if, do not it's if, it's not it, it could be if you're triggered then yes it's you're gonna see a very horrible scene three to, no twice twice right. only worse the second time oh yeah no the second <laughs> it's, time it's, 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 they're all it's all yeah it just all it gets worse and worse until but, the end but that's what I, I, I hate. Mean. To, I hate to end down a downer, but that's yeah. I mean, it's part the, of part the of the plot kind of resolves around that. Yeah, whole event anyway, and then, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. All right. Well. Blank. For God's sake, just give me the damn number. All right. What do you guys guess the budget was? Hundred million. Uh, hundred eighty. It was a hundred. Hmm. Exactly. And what do you think it made? Twenty oh, million. It was like forty-eight million dollars. I the the research I did was thirty, <laughs> which seems. Even uh, more dismal than a, forty. A bummer, man. <laughs> yeah, pro- no, you're probably right because it was. I mean, like with Tenet and all the other films, right at this time. Yeah, it was. Over. Yeah, the odds were not with it. And then again, also just kind of the difficulty of marketing it. Even if like things were well, I I don't know. Yeah, I have a couple of long, like long, like historical drama. That's not. In, in this category, I have a couple of things about the budget and about COVID nineteen and what happened to the production, but. One thing did it affect the production? Uh-huh. Yeah. One, one thing that is a number is the last duel of the title took two months to choreograph and two weeks to film. Mm. And here's the thing: during the suspension of filming due to COVID nineteen, Adam Driver was ca- cast in Ridley Scott's next film, House of Gucci, and <laughs> the two reunited to begin shooting their second movie together only four months after the completion of this film. And one of 2021's most notorious flops, the only this only earned nine million on its opening weekend against a budget of a hundred million, which we already said. Scott took issue with this in a later interview. Oh yeah, he, he citing modern defenses. audiences' lack of interest in intellectual films <laughs> over comic book films. He really should have just admitted that he made a movie that was not going to be like a blockbuster it because it just it's not that kind of movie so he kind of blamed he blamed, yeah, he yeah. blamed disney he blamed but well, the same thing happened with gods of egypt though i mean that lost a ton of money because people weren't it was around the same time as the peanuts movie and something else and it didn't make back How nearly what they spent in, like, it's, it's because it's his production company like he's got so much money that he can like easily oh, yeah, pretty, i think he's just got enough clout that he can you know he's he, just he produce a ton of television es- shows. established enough that he can do it interesting it's like the coen brothers but, or quentin tarantino you know plus with hollywood magic it's they never what, pay any what taxes a crazy anyways. movie to pitch at the, in this time in this time of the world well i think that's why i got made like i certainly think that that i like, know it's the, relevant but yeah. i mean just the scale and, and oh yeah like, it could be offensive. It could not be offensive. It could be heralding it. It could be not. Like, there's so much. People could take it so many different ways. And it just seems like, uh, man, that's a risk. Very high risk. Well, but. Yeah. Everything, everything I, I, I would say that you describe that movie to someone like an investor. And they're like, so you're going to make a movie centered around a medieval uh, duel that was over rape. Mm-hmm. And you're wanting audiences to go and be eager to go see that. And you, you want, <laughs> so you want a hundred million dollars? Yeah, I, I I agree. It's a bit of a harder sell. Yeah, I feel like if it did not have the the people attached to it, it probably wouldn't have been made. Seems like it was, seems like kind of a passion project for someone. I don't know who, but yeah. someone wanted this made more than. Oh, well, some more numbers. 
Alex Lothar was 25 when he played King Charles VI, who was actually 18 when the events oh. depicted took place. <laughs> He's great, by the He's way. He's great. He looks like this just person who couldn't lift like a, like a pencil without it's, breaking his arm. It's kind of like, <laughs> it's like Joffrey, but minus the evilness. Yeah, he just, just wants to of, watch people die because it's fun. Yeah, he's just got that like, yeah, like he's a, he looks all, he's all thin and doesn't seem. He's appointed yeah, by gods and whatever he wants. I can't imagine having a, a king that's like a teenager. That's, it's yeah, but at the same time, your whole universe consists yeah, of shoveling horse divine, dung into a wooden cart. <laughs> divine rights, man. Divine right have, of kings. Yeah, man. there's ain't much going on in life to begin with. Yeah, those traditions yeah. die hard. <laughs> yeah. A couple <laughs> more numbers. It took a, how many more years before they're like, no, we're, we're done. We're done with this. Yeah, we're it's done. Like Five hundred years Everything's after that. Be World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why it's called the Last Duel. Yeah. First of two films. That the then 84-year-old Ridley Scott made in 2021 in the midst of a global pandemic. And even House of Gucci didn't make that much money back. Yeah. And it was released a month later. I've heard that one's bad. And it's not good. Yeah. My buddy I heard it was good. It, it was, was just, not good. I heard it was good. It was just Jared Leto ruins it because well, it's over the top. I heard the whole movie was over the top and you like you could only enjoy it for like camp value. Mm. But I don't know. I, it's not that movie I'd want to see anyway. So I know. I, I forgot about it. <laughs> I remember seeing about the first 20 minutes of it, and I could care less this about one, going back to it. Yeah, no. no. This one just keeps sucking you in the more it goes. Yeah, yeah, it does a good job. Yeah. Here's some numbers about ages, okay? Matt Damon is 23 years older in real, in real life than Jody, who plays his romantic interest in the movie. That's a fun way, that's a like fun way of describing the, like, the, the, like, political arrangement that their marriage is well contrast (laughs) jean de carouge was born in 1330 in the 1330s and marguerite de carouge was born in 1362 they married in 1380 thus marguerite was was 18 18 at her wedding and jean was more than more or less 45 wow that sounds yeah that sounds like awful that's the world of that no it makes sense and jean de carouge and jacques de De, uh, Legris. Because it was a second Legris. marriage, remember? Legris. He mentioned oh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, that's right. They talk about it. his wife yeah, and son. It died. They were about the same age uh, and were both squires and eventually knights, but at the time of the duel, Carouge had participated in many more battles than Legree, thus it can be surmised that he had oh, yeah, better fighting. No, that was what I was thinking. They portrayed it really well, too. Like, yeah. you were, you yeah, were saying, I was, I was like, he seems to get out and like do dirt a lot more frequently than this guy who does like, who just does like, goes to like Bacchanal, that's what I mean. like he just, hedonism like, yeah, parties boring. with his, with his, with yeah, his friend dude. and does like accounting. He lost focus <laughs> to God. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you want to talk about before we part ways and come back next week for the spoilery? Well, more spoilers than we've already given. It's no. a long movie, but it doesn't feel like it. It goes no. right. It paced well. I don't know. Yeah. I like it. At this point, there may be some spoilers up ahead. So if you want to watch and then come back next week and join us for a breakdown of The Last Duel from 2021. 20- I'm on the social medias. I dare you to message the great popcorn priest at Popcorn Priest. I love movies and would love it if you'd share the love. Share this with the movie lover in your life. Another way to support the show is by throwing a few shekels of the priest. Visit patreon.com forward slash popcorn priest and see what extra perks you can enjoy. Lastly, the easiest way to support the show and the most free is like and subscribe. 
and give it's us just a to love. Give us a five star review. Easier than starting your car. As always, thanks for listening. And thanks to my guests, Brain Wrap Marines and Noble Gas Tribe. Always a pleasure. Join us next week for part two of El Ultimo Duelo. That's Spanish for the last duel. My car is pretty easy to start. All I have to do is get inside. That's what I'm saying. It's a button. Just go push a button. and you... I don't even have to push a button. I just have to pull the handle, and then it'll just go. Yeah. It's as easy as starting a Tesla. Go give us a five-star review. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>